And the music that you're hearing right now in your ear hole, hammering the tympani membrane. And what are the bones, the stirrup and the anvil and the Cossack or something like that in your ear? <laughs> something like that. The This is the music, what means... What means this is the beginning of the show, the Chattanooga Driving Show, the Chattanooga Driving Show. Jen, how would you describe the Chattanooga Driving Show? Jen Lambert, how would I Lambert. describe it? A daily entertaining, informative Chattanooga podcast, designed and produced with the single goal of completely replacing all morning drive radio broadcasts and TV shows currently being tolerated by the tri-state area. Very good job. Now, I'm going to turn that over and see if you do it. I can't. All right. <laughs> How would you describe the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Russell? What's is that the, That's the show we're doing right now, Yeah, right? That's, that's this, this one. one. Oh, um, that's pretty good. It's local. Right. It's local. We're local. It's yeah, right. it's a local podcast about things local people uh, care about with three, well, one funny person and two... Mediocre people. Mediocre. All right. Brian is funny. (laughs) All right, Brian. And now you funny, too. (laughs) And now you funny, too. Oh, I like it. I haven't heard that in a while. Now you funny, too. Um, All right, here we go. Before we get, you know, down the road, everybody understands we, we try to get as many headlines to you as possible in as short a time as possible all the important information that's possible that we could possibly pour into your possible ears um, as quickly as possible. But broadcasting from the Lodge Cast Iron Studio, we, first we begin today with another test of mental acuity. This one's for all of them, not just oh, Brian. Boy. Great. Not just Brian. It's a simple question. Throughout the, incor- the, the, the entire show, at any given point, even in the middle of a sentence, a salient sentence that has, you know, something to do with what we're actually talking about, the real, you know, credible, relevant things that are going on here. If all of a sudden it, the question hits you, ask the question. <laughs> I'm going to give you a scenario. You can only answer questions or ask questions that can be answered yes or no. The answers can be yes, no, or irrelevant. So it's a really bad interview. It's it, it could be very well that way, <laughs> like, like my interview with Raphael Belliard <laughs> when he he came to Chattanooga after the hit and the the worst of first Brave series and he spoke no English whatsoever. It was it was it was terrifying. Where do you get your ideas from? Uh, yes. Um, here we go. A man gets up to work every single day. He walks to work just just a short amount away. And he gets in the elevator, and he pun- punches the, 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 the number 12. And at the number 12, he gets out at the 12th floor, and then he walks up the remaining four floors to the top floor where he works. Every single day, he does the same thing, except for a particular kind of day a particular kind of day. Every once in a while, he actually goes to the top. He doesn't punch the 12th floor and walk to the 18th. He actually goes all the way to the 18th 
why. That's it. You can ask any questions about the man, the scenario, anything that I can answer with yes, no, or or irrelevant. Why Uh, did you say 18 when it's 12 plus 4? Which is 16. 16 it is. <laughs> so my first question was going to be, okay. yeah, yeah, Jeff, not, do you not, know not, how to do not, math? Not, not a math guy. No, <laughs> yes. no, 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 irrelevant. No, no, no. The the the. Well, my the, next thing the, is based on your last ridiculous thing you did here. Are you doing this whole <laughs> I don't know how to do math thing on purpose? No, exactly. To throw no, everybody. No, off. no, I, no, I, I actually just, in a lot of I actually just screwed up that math <laughs> uh, because I didn't even know I was going to do this. again. I didn't even know I was going to do this until we started talking. I think so, it could so, be so the this second is, floor the, and the, the fifth floor. It wouldn't matter. This is a. It, it, you know what? It really wouldn't. Okay. All right. There's a good question. Rephrase that question. Would it matter how many floors there were? No. Okay. No, no, it would so not. So he gets off of the 12th, he goes up 10 to the 22nd floor. <laughs> sure. Is it leg okay. day, his day's off? <laughs> no. Because that would be my excuse. to be like, man, freaking leg day yesterday. I'm Ask, uh, and I'll tell you, these, these types of quizzes and mental acuity tests are better. The more you ask questions, the better you will end up doing and the, the quicker you'll end up getting to the answer now i will not give you the answer by the end of the show if you haven't guessed we it. know so is his occupation know. a standard I, one i think irrelevance is the best word you've used in all of this because i don't really care why the I guy know. did or didn't do what he <laughs> hang did hang on a second no the answer to russell's question is no what's the question his what's occupation the... is irrelevant okay okay all right anybody else before we get going no lodge cast iron studio this is the introduction where we say hi Hi. 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 My name is Jeff Stiles. I am the city's communicator. I've been doing the talk radio morning thing for three decades now, and I have Pimp Jen Lambert here, and I have Russell the Love Muscle Stroud here, and I have Brian the Stone there, and um, we are all here. Um, before He's not stoned? Uh, you don't know that. <laughs> Look at his eyes. Look at his eyes on any given day. This and is what I me. look like when I get up in the morning. <laughs> I, I can't do anything about it. And God said, let there be red eye. Um, all right, first of all, let's just do this. Let's do this before we even get going. Everybody's going to be wondering. It's Monday morning. Monday morning sucks. Oh, everybody's complaining. It's cold. Oh, it's cold. And they're driving in. And, and it seems like old news now. But let's talk about the blue light thing. Go ahead, get it in there. Let's just. Well, I'm sure it'll come up at mm-hmm. some point, but the the problem club down at the Choo Choo downtown in the trendy South Side on Station Street was slapped yesterday. Friday. Double slapped yesterday, Thursday. Friday, Thursday, whenever it was, <laughs> the day before the day that we're recording this, and <laughs> what happened in y'all's opinion? Because I guarantee you, a I know y'all. A whole lot of nothing. Y'all, y'all did listen at least some and I keep up with to it. All so, of yeah, it. Of course. My, my, I'm still trying to figure out my new phone, and my my TV is not working in Rebecca's absence. <laughs> That's so, the story of Jeff's yeah, life. Yeah, again, his so TV's I, not working. I he might can't as well be. I'm, I'm unfrozen caveman <laughs> talk radio host. Yeah, you're Encino man. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 what happened? Well, the Chattanooga Beer and Record Board, uh, I guess we're just skipping over my news. It's so old at this point. Well, I'll read from the copy I've got here. Sure. The Chattanooga Beer and Record Board voted to revoke the beer license of the Blue Light Club on Station Street 
The owner, Brian Joyce, told the board he does plan to appeal that decision. The cases will be forwarded to the Tennessee Alcoholic Beverage Commission, which handles liquor licensing, and by the time you hear this, they may have made a decision. On top of the club's troubles with various officials, North Pond Partners, the landlord of the club has begun eviction proceedings. Uh, sorry, the landlord of the club has begun eviction proceedings. Uh, this all comes after numerous alleged violations on the part of the club, including a fight which got out of control and spilled onto Station Street. All right. Very well a. written by Barry Corder. A. All right. I'm going to go a little bit with Jen on this one. The little bit that I heard yesterday, I'm saying free Brian. Free Brian. Free Brian. Free Brian. He didn't do anything that bad that would should be attracting this much attention. He said he was going to open up a certain kind of club. He, he said opened he was going to open an Irish club. He, he opened up a different kind of club. People don't like it. It's caused trouble. It's created an issue. Is it really that big an issue? Is it worth as much attention as it's getting, despite the fact that Brian is indeed the biggest, largest human douche we've ever met in our entire life? <laughs> I've never met him. Um, I mean, the, the guy. The guy. I can't the, say that. The guy is an absolute jerk. And he's a jerk to everybody around him, and 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 his dis, his his behavior during this has done nothing except basically strengthen that opinion. He's blaming everybody. The entire Chattanooga Police Department is racist. He's blaming yeah. his his landlords. He's he's saying in one sense, in one hand, he's literally saying everybody's jealous because we're getting charged next to nothing. We're getting we're getting rent practically free, and then he's biting that very hand that's feeding him by saying that the landlords hate him. Well, they do. But the fact of the matter <laughs> is, is he just dope. opened up a club, and so the club the sh it shifted it shifted a little bit in clientele. He's directly blaming uh, Mike Alfano of the Comedy Catch, of who being was our guest last racist. week. This time yeah. last week, which is the hip hop culture is that's racist. The, that's the silliest accusation for uh, the owner of a comedy club who probably has to take in you know all kinds of different people from all kinds of different backgrounds, and then he say, "Well, that guy's racist." <laughs> what? Ca calling Brian Joyce a jerk is 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 really simplistic the the guy is a is a tortured tortured soul who relies on vanity of social media like a teenage girl does and i that's not even an exaggeration I irrelevant how, i don't know him and that, irrelevant that true that's how he lives his <laughs> life i don't know his past i don't know what what deep in within his soul from his uh younger years has tortured him so Neglected so much as a child Something has really ruined him from the inside out. From the outside in, he is an incredibly uh, good-looking man. He he's, a, he's a well-traveled man. He's a well-educated man. He's yes. not dumb. He's I not agree. stupid. He's very intelligent. He Free is, Brian! Free Brian! Free Brian! He, but he is tortured from the inside out, and he, he cannot get through a, a day, a week, a month, a year without having but, but some fact, kind of vanity to, the to fact justify that he his actions. opened this club with partners who he now says stabbed him in the back and everybody hates him, and the fact that it suddenly became a hip-hop club as opposed to a Euro bar and all that stuff, that's all somebody else's fault. And it's the Chattanooga Police Department that's come up to him and said, you can't start mixing cultures like that. You know what will happen around here in the South. And so everybody's racist, and every single person that has reported 
on the story has lied purposely. To a certain yeah. degree, I don't disagree with maybe where that premise would come from if and why he would yeah. take that approach. I don't totally disagree with it. Free Brian. I just don't. I just don't care enough to spend much time. I'm an I'm an amateur psychiatrist. I can read a room really well. I think and, you put it very well. And I've been reading this guy's actions and his reactions and his uh, the, the way he presents himself for going on ten years. I worked. We worked in the same room with him for half those ten years. Mm-hmm. This guy's not that difficult to figure out. How do you feel about that? We need to sit on a couch and talk about it, Jeff. <laughs> so my, my whole thing is I almost feel bad for the guy. Uh, I don't know how we don't need to go too Free far. Brian. Into, let Leslie Dale, the, uh, the, the the female version of, of Brian Joyce, she has yes. the same issues. And it got to where I disliked her. She worked for the Times Free Press for a long time, media. She's a another tortured soul. And I used to hate her, hate her, hate her. And then it turned into, God, I kind of feel bad for this woman. Like, I'm not making jokes. Like, I really... Does Brian she, have a friend? I feel bad for maybe Leslie Dale. I don't know. Like, no, I don't think do, he has do, an do, actual does, does friend. Does he have a friend? I mean, he I'm, has hanger-ons. He has people that want. He has. Mm-hmm. He has young girls that want to look pretty on a, a poster. Yes. No, I don't think he has friends. And I'm getting to the point. I'm picturing I Woody. Feel I'm, bad picturing, for this dude. I'm picturing lonely Woody and Buzz Lightyear walking down the road, <laughs> needing a friend. I feel sorry needing for him that he you lost got his dog. a friend in me. He lost his he dog. Lost, put, oh, did that big that Maggie big old guy? Maggie, recently. okay. Yeah. He loved his dog. Loved there was there dog. was something to appreciate about that. Very sure, much. I don't feel uh, sorry for him in the least bit. I do. Yeah. Free yeah. Brian. Yeah. Free, not only free Brian, give Brian money. Hire Brian. Hire <laughs> no, Brian. not here. Hire, hire no. Brian. And when I say I feel bad for him, it doesn't mean that I like him. I don't like him at all. As a matter of fact, I dislike him as about as much as I could dislike somebody, but I kind of feel bad for him. And I know he loved his dog. So well, you sorry know, about your dog, bro. You know who else loved his dog? <laughs> you know what? Hitler. You know, I was going to say Pol Pot. Pol Pot, right before he ate his dog, he always spent a very, very special night with him and wined him and dined him and made sure that they were really, really enjoying themselves before he had him split down the middle and they actually dined on them. And and there in, in in Phnom Penh. All right, here we go. The pre-show <laughs> meeting had none of this. When we had our pre-show meeting, we did not speak of it. <laughs> now, so now it's the time to go to news with Russell. Whatever you can salvage out of that. <laughs> there's nothing that can be salvaged. Now's the time to go to news with Russell. He got me laughing. Irrelevant. Now, there's after everything's death and destruction, and now I'm laughing, and it's not funny. All right. Calming down now. It's, it's raining. A st- <laughs> and, and he goes every day to the same place and does the same thing, except on on actually it's except on days when it's is the guy named Brian except Joyce. On what? <laughs> except on what day? Does he yes, own a no club? Relevant. The, the 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 guy does the same thing except, except on days on when a- it's raining. Oh. On days when it's raining is when he actually goes to the floor. He actually works on. Does he work on the roof? Nope. Oh. Go ahead. We got a lot of segments to get to here. We need to start moving. Lord. Okay, a student from Udawa High School was arrested last week over an alleged shooting threat that was apparently written on a bathroom wall. A school resource officer investigated. The teenager allegedly then confessed to writing the message but said that they had no intention of actually following through. The student was taken into custody. Uh, the TVA says that a contract worker at the Watts Bar nuclear power plant was found dead. He was found unconscious by fellow workers. Medical teams got to work, but there was nothing they could do to save him. TVA spokesman Jim Hobson telling the press in an email that the man's death was not work-related, citing a possible medical issue. His name was not released. And now from the soon-to-be-evicted Blue Light Club, it's Dave Hooker. Okay, I'm going to talk about COVID once again 
but I'm not going to take a political stand. Dave Hooker off the sports. Let's talk about Antonio Brown. Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver who was recently accused of trying to obtain and eventually obtaining from another source a COVID-19 vaccination card. That's right. According to the card, he was vaccinated by the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which does not seem to be the case. He paid a whopping $500 for it, according to some reports. Listen, there are repercussions if you don't have the vaccine. Some places you can't go back to work. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. That's just the way things are. But vaccinations are not required for NFL players. Should players decline to be vaccinated, they just have to abide by a different set of rules. That includes daily testing, mask wearing, not congregating in groups of more than three outside team facilities, no use of the steam room. Well, that seems to make sense. Not eating with teammates during meals and strict limitations during travel. That's it. So you have to do that. You oppose the vaccine. You're still a all-star NFL player. Instead, of course, as you might have imagined, at one point, he did catch COVID-19, and he missed the Buccaneers' Week 3 loss to the Los Angeles Rams. Well, his card says he was clean. <sighs> Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. Siri, play the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. On Spotify. On Spotify. Siri, play the Chattanooga Drive-In Show on Spotify. It's Hey Siri, play the Chattanooga Drive-In Show on Spotify. I can't find that. Hey Siri, play the Chattanooga Drive-In Show on Spotify. There's a flaw in the program. No, it did it. Did it? Yeah. Is it playing it now? Hold on. What kind of nonsense are we saying? Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Only probably individually, but we've talked about it a couple See? times. Well, how about that? It huh. worked. So that whole Siri thing really works. Yeah, and it works on OK Kickstarter, now. hey, Kickstarter through the uprights. We got that done. Dang. Siri thing, we got that done. Okay, here we go. One more time. Guy goes to work every day. He goes to the to, to the elevator, and he hits number 12, and then he walks the last four flights of steps, which takes him up to the 16th floor. Except for days when it's raining, when he takes the elevator all the way up. Why? Yes or no or irrelevant? Is he superstitious of the 13th floor? No. Does the fact Mm. that it's raining matter? Yes. Does he wear particularly slippery shoes? Irrelevant. (laughs) Uh... News and sports out of the way. And the rest of the uh, upfront wrap-up, which is where we put all the important stuff up front in the show, in case you're in a big hurry, brought to you by People's Home Equity. Don't start your search for a new home until you are pre-approved. That move saves you time, money, stress, and worry. Also, you need somebody to help you out there in the market. I mean, it's, it really is truly the original Shark Tank, the housing market, even when it's supposedly a buyer's market you need some help bruce dodd and trevor glass will help you 591-9801 chatmortgage.com 80 percent of teens and adults in the united states have now gotten at least one vaccine shot how about that 
Took long enough. Took long enough. We were going to have it done by the summer of fun. Then we're going to have it done by, you know, school time and Labor Day and Thanksgiving. 80% of teens and adults in the United States have gotten their vaccine shot. Many of the employer mandates are the reason that's that's shot up more. I know people have done it only because employers forced them to do it. It is Monday, which means that TVA employees are showing up right now either vaccinated or in total defiance of the order that they must be vaccinated. Today is the day. They're showing up. Many of them are going to show up with no vaccination cards and some sort of medical excuse and some kind of rigmarole, and it's going to be up to TVA managers across this great region of ours to make up the mind whether, you know, it, it makes any sense or not. It's either true, false, or irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> All right. But, I mean, today is the day. And, I mean, there could be hundreds go home. There could be none go home. The ones that are unvaccinated may not show up at all. We just got that one completely out of the way. What is the state that has the worst, as of right now, COVID situation? Mississippi? Not the one you think. It's Midwestern somewhere. Michigan. Yeah. Oh, Michigan. Okay. Yeah, I saw Michigan. something on this. I couldn't remember which state it was. New, new worst hot spot in the nation. Cases rise in 33 states, but Michigan, and I'm not exactly sure why John Hopkins is on the case, but Michigan right now is the state you don't want to be in if you don't want to get COVID. Yeah, we're seeing more and more breakthrough cases too, which is definitely not helping. The show that we got into, at least I, I did and Jen did, yeah. I Good. think you had, did you end up watching Lovecraft? Uh, no, no, it you didn't, did not. Uh, Keon Ke- did. Yeah, Our Keon old did. buddy Keon did got into it. They've canceled it. They canceled it. Do it won Emmys. It won multiple Emmys I and Golden it. Globes. Uh, it's it's uh, it's based on the works of H.P. Lovecraft, which are ridden with racism. He was an extremely racist, brilliant writer of horror science fiction. And so it just so turns out that the producers of this miniseries, Lovecraft Country, were all black. And so they really turned Mm. the tide on some of these stories, but really kind of burned through his short story material in one season. And I mean, it, it can be some creepy stuff, and it has to do with creepy places and creepy things and monsters. What and, network was this and on? And this Netflix. was on Netflix. Netflix, and it won everything, but they have canceled it because of the main female star, Misha Green, who nobody really knew who she it's was gorgeous. until she said, oh, she is a knockout. Absolutely beautiful. And she plays Tick's girlfriend, the the girl that gets tougher and, and tougher. He's not bad either. And realizes, yeah, he he's super uh, popular <laughs> now. He, he's, he's exploded. But they say oh, that she guy. created a toxic workplace <laughs> with just her, atmos- her, her, her politics. She would not stop talking about um, race politics and things of this oh, nature yeah. and said people just couldn't stand being around her anymore. We all know someone like that. They canceled the damn super <laughs> successful show. I'm sure her Thanksgiving dinner is going to be a joy. Yeah. Well, you're racist for saying that, Brian. <laughs> um, well, we'll get back to that in a second, too. Oh, okay. is the guy racist on uh, the stairs? <laughs> irrelevant. Uh, irrelevant. It's irrelevant. never irrelevant, Jeff. Irrelevant. All right, so far, now, keep, keep in mind, I mean, you've already gotten one hint. Is there a reason he has to stay dry? No. But yeah. it matters whether or not it's raining. Yes, it okay. does. Yes, it does. All right. All right. COVID-19. 
the number one top health problem in the country, according to Does Americans. Does he work seven days a week? Irrelevant. There's a stairwell outside. Irrelevant. Damn it. Ipsos Global Health Services says COVID-19 number one at 68%. Mental health coming in at a firm number two, 35%, making a big comeback from yes, way back in the back. Yes, All right. Mental health now number two. <laughs> number one, baby. We're going to be the number one killer. But there Can- are no free vaccines for that. Cancers <laughs> dropped down to 22%. Obesity, 20. Drug abuse, 20. After we just had the 100,000 deaths. Uh, stress, 14%. Heart disease, 9. Diabetes, 9. Alcohol abuse, 8%, and smoking, 4%. Why wouldn't smoking be higher? Jeff, I have all of the things on this list. (laughs) Why wouldn't smoking be higher on the list of (laughs) things to be concerned about? Because people are finally not smoking anymore. They're vaping instead. Speaking of health, CVS is going to close like 900 stores. 300 over the next three years. Oh, wow. 300 a year. Yeah, yeah, serious. CVS is is just, just, I mean, they're they're 10,000 stores. It's about time. Whoever goes to CVS. Is it it 300 in three years? If I heard it right from the the NPR report. Well, given my math already this morning, 900 (laughs) in a year. uh, (laughs) They're going to close. saying 300 a year for the next three years. They're going to close a a butt ton of them. Thousand stores, so nine hundred out of ten grand isn't that much, really. And oh yeah, I'm forced to go that. to CVS, is and the people CVS there are nice, the but I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> is there a Chick Fil A in the building? <laughs> Unemployment hits an all time low in Georgia. That does not mean that there are less people out of work. How do we get this through to y'all? There's nothing more deceiving than the unemployment how, number. T- how do we get this through to y'all? Tennessee ob- ob- also falls. To the lowest level since the pandemic. It had one lower level pre pandemic of unemployment. It's not the people who are out of work, it's the people who have are out of work and are not looking for work. How do you even they quantify that working. number, though? How do you quantify the people who are, quote unquote, are not looking for work? You exactly. ask them. You take you, a poll. Irrelevant. <laughs> hey, are you looking for work? Is the guy going to the 12th floor? Is he getting fired tomorrow? <laughs> no. No. No, he's not. Is his, does his ex-wife work in the building on those days? Irrelevant. <laughs> Your thing's just turned into a total joke. No, We're no, it is get... a total joke. <laughs> hey, guys, Stacey's a man, on the A man goes to work every day to the same building. Why is it a he man, He gets Jeff? in the elevator. Irrelevant. And he goes to the 12th floor, and then he walks the other four floors up to the 16th floor where he actually works every day, except for on days when it's raining, why? Raining is relevant. So he doesn't get wet? We already said that he doesn't care about getting wet. Mm-hmm. Items that killed kids still on sale for, <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> this is All right. The, the upfront wrap-up is still going on, by the well, way. Well, Jeff, oh that's, a, that's a kind of a silly thing to say. Items that kill kids still for sale. Yeah, I can buy knives and guns any day. <laughs> what are you talking about? Eight infants. This is death now involving children, for God's sakes. Oh, get a sense of humor. Eight infant deaths were blamed on the popular boppy newborn lounger. Oh, thank goodness. My children are grown. Boppy newborn lounger. I can actually add a little story to this. Federal Mm. safety regulators said that they needed to recall all these things, get them off the shelves. Uh, The plush pillow and rollover risk are very high. The plush pillow increases the chances of suffocation. Um, Facebook Marketplace secondhand boppy loungers still available USA Today looked at them yesterday and said there were 170 that were listed available. 
I had um, a boppy for my children who both breastfed because that's what they're intended for. And I, I never had an issue with it. Well, you here's a, here's an idea. Don't leave your kids sitting in the boppy yeah. and go into the kitchen. Here is yeah. here is here is a, a the very true story. My first wife Crystal was a very um creative person. Her her mind was always spinning. She was like me. She was giving away million dollar ideas mm -hmm. all the time. And so a couple of times she actually said, "I think I'll keep this million dollar idea." And of all the ones that she really pursued, she had some really good ones. It all had to do with child rearing. Mm -hmm. She was a mother to the world, you know. And when her kids were in that age range, the big thing, and, and the, the, every parent goes through it, is if their kid gets colic. If your kid doesn't get colic, you're blessed. If a kid gets colic, it's it's an amorphous name. I was blessed twice. Name for a, a a syndrome that just plain upsets kids' stomachs, and it won't let them sleep, and it keeps them, and it keeps you away forever. And the best thing you can do for a kid with colic is to put them over your knee, right. face you know face down, stomach down over your knee, and just rock your knee gently like this, and mm -hmm. pat them on the back, right? So she came up with this idea for a rocker where you laid the child down on his belly and you had a little Velcro strap that went over and it was a rocker and his mm. own movements would create a rocking motion. So the baby's own movements would make it rock back and forth on his belly and she actually used foam rubber mm -hmm. uh, that we used to design our seats and um, saddles in our kayaks and mm -hmm. canoes, especially open boats, yeah. canoes, where you have to sit down in something inside the boat. Yeah, they're cradle the baby. We used that foam rubber. We had one roto molded. We had mm -hmm. the whole prototype made. Wow. And the whole thing, you could carry it around like a bassinet, and we called it Colicky's. We got the trademark. Hmm. We got the right font. Cool. You know, I've, you played your little funny bit about the papyrus font, font and the papyrus font. Papyrus. Yeah. And uh, an avatar the other day. And I mean, and it was perfect. And it really, investors were stepping out of the woodwork. Except that the baby's on the stomach. And that's Boom. not that safe. Was, guess, guess, when the, guess when the first study came out. Right. The same year about SIDS. that you designed that. Yes. I know. Exactly. I know. The I remember exact it. Same year, the first study came out that SIDS was directly related to kids sleeping on their belly. Boom. Gone. Here's an idea. If your kids bad. are colicky, they're probably allergic to the formula. Get soy. She's breast, she was breastfeeding. Okay, well, maybe so there you she go. ate too many pickles. I might have been getting huh? away. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Acid. So and uh -huh. unless you guys got any more questions, we will move on. And this is what they no, move on. We on. Editorial section, opinion section. This is going to be very brief. Super brief. Hot in here, dude. Y'all keep saying that. Just being true. Everybody's got one, an opinion, that is. Everybody's got one, and they usually stink. Not mine. Made possible by the kindness, concern, and community commitment of the local and regional professionals at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman handles all the money my wife and I have invested, and we did a little shifting around yesterday, made it very, very easy. Trust them completely. It's just, it's an easy process. It really, don't be scared to invest even with small amounts of money. 710-9199, 710-9199. The, what I, all I'm going to say is this. 
I had Russell bring in the GoPro. I gave it to him. I said, there's some pretty good stuff on here. Just rip off the video for Instagram purposes for our station, you know. And, and then I completely and, failed to do so. And everything like that, yeah. And then he took it home and he sat on it and he played with it. And I, it know, didn't ever let the dog chew on it. <laughs> it never reached my and, house. It was and, at my parents' house. And, and so basically I said, well, I bring it back because there's so much wind out there now. We have these, these leaf, you know, vortexes in the streets, especially of ginkgo trees. This town is blessed. I don't think you understand. Most people around here don't understand the tree that right now, as I'm speaking, by the time this actually comes around, by the time Monday or Tuesday rolls around, there may not be a single ginkgo leaf left the, on a tree. Are the ginkgos the tree? Bright yellow. Okay, yeah. but does it have the little whirly gigs? That no, okay. no, no, no. Those are, those are elms. And the, the ginkgo, it, it, it's also called, it's an ancient tree. It is an ancient tree. Mm -hmm. And it's also called the maidenhair tree because of the shape of their leaves. The leaves come down from one point and then they fan out. And that's exactly what they look like. They look like kind of a chevron, an upside down chevron, maidenhair. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that turn the bright acrid yellow, like the, the yellow of this orange yeah. juice, and they're the ones that are still in bloom. Their leaves are all bright yellow downtown. And when the wind blows, the leaves let go almost simultaneously off a tree. It's just like they all decide at the same time. Like a cartoon. Like it's just. Yeah, and, much. If, and if you stand there for five <laughs> minutes, if you will be still for five minutes, you can watch an entire ginkgo tree be denuded by a whirling vortex and the leaves just whip around and whip around and whip around and whip around and it's something that i've enjoyed for years and chattanooga is lousy with them and they're actually very rare trees throughout the country ginkgo trees are not popular at all they're in japan and they're in the southeastern is it united the same states as the is that the root that you get where you could get ginkgo biloba that's no in, okay. no that, that's 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 a different that's a whole different plant that's uh, that's a living underground tuber, yeah it's a root uh plant i don't even know that it flowers were uh, weren't the ones that are here gifted to us by the japanese yeah one? yes i'm and i'm telling yeah. you i'm telling you it just for whatever reason it took here the rest of the country don't have i mean when they see that bright orange sugar maple that is their version of the perfect fall tree mm -hmm. around here we have those bright acrid yellow trees and they're all up and down they they basically replaced all those ugly nasty smelling bradford pears i love bradford that, that, pears that, you know bloom in the spring but you know they all are shaped the same they look the same they bloom the same time they like go the same time there's nothing special about them except for that early bloom but the ginkgos they hang on in the fall and that's just it my 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 opinion piece is pay attention these are rare ancient trees and it is really unusual for the botany to work this way but the leaves do let go pretty much at the exact same time it won't last more than 48 hours i can tell you that interesting so if you're downtown and the wind's blowing and you see a little dust devil beginning to form with a bunch of yellow leaves in it and there's a ginkgo tree nearby just stop for a second and watch and you may very well see that entire tree lose every leaf it's got 
And so I've had him bring in the GoPro yesterday, and I was going to try to get some footage because it was such a windy day. But, in fact, it was too windy. I didn't get any good vortices. Mm -hmm. I didn't get any good whirlwinds going. I just had straight-line winds that were just ripping up and down and yeah, it was bad. turning people's umbrellas You know something? Out. It is the same thing. Ginkgo biloba or, or maidenhair is a tree native to China that has been grown for thousands of years for a variety of uses. Yeah. Oh, it it's is the same, the same thing. thing. Yeah. But yeah. it's not the ginkgo that you eat. It is. I don't think it is. I think it is. Are you thinking of ginseng? No, I'm thinking of ginkgo, ginkgo. biloba. Well, then, by God, hmm. I'm, I could be wrong then. What part are we eating then? The root? The root. It's in the root. Interesting. Well, one of the reasons it's rare, I guess. You know, it's, it's uh, not that rare. You can find it in any health food no, store. No, no, I promise Go you the, tree, the tree is rare. The tree is extremely rare in the United States. Maybe it's imported from Japan then, the, the food you're talking about. Yeah, I bet you they've already simulated it somehow. You know, I don't it, think so. It rained so quickly yesterday. You don't know anything. you got a phone in your hand. You I'm think you're somebody. I'm Well, get on. the question right. You get the question right. No, get the question what right. What is the question? The man walks to work every single right. day. Oh, good Lord. And get he gets in right. the elevator, and he goes to the 12th floor, and then he gets out, and he walks up the final four is floors to the 16th. Is 12 relevant? He already said that's not yes. relevant. Wait, what? It is. Yes. It, 12 is relevant. Okay. Oh. Is he in a 12-step program? <laughs> no. Irrelevant. It's a four-flight program. Right, we're gonna move Why on. are you looking at me? <laughs> I mean, you see, I'm close. This, this is when you start beating all around it, I'm going to try to help you. And really, like I said, the more questions you ask, the better it has. Some of these so have a good payoff, wet. Jeff, but not all of them. I, this payoff better be dead. Nah, he can't it, be wet and 12 matters? I didn't say anything about him couldn't be wet. Okay. You just, just but the rain, rain matters. You know, speaking rain of, does matter. Rain matters hold, hold and 12. Rain 12. Hold on a sec, guys. Speaking of rain. Yesterday it rained so fast, I thought I was at a Brass Against concert. <laughs> I'm still... Nice. I'm, st I'm <laughs> still a bit too stinging. soon, Russell. No, it's still <laughs> stinging. Duh, duh. All right, this, I'm gonna, we're going to go back to the, uh, the blue light uh, for a second. Blue light matters. I honestly, and I, I know this is impossible for somebody with the ego, the incredible level of narcissistic ego that Brian Joyce has to believe... I don't care about him. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't care about him. I he, don't really he, either. I've said before, I said, I said when we talked about this last time, he did nothing to me. When I got fired from that station, I got fired because of a general manager who had no spine, no guts, no nuts, no nothing, just a big old hawkish nose and knows nothing about radio, and he's an idiot. I got fired because of a human resources director who pretends to be a super, super Christian, but whenever the tide is turned, it basically is him against the world, he is Mr. Corporate. He is a corporate soldier. He will do exactly what he's told to do, no matter how it might go against his Christian beliefs. He is a company man, a company man, a company man. And I had a couple of coworkers who could have fought for me, considering the fact that my story was not told and it was an untold story it was an un incomplete story and all the charges that were filed against me were dropped and expunged and I was completely cleared I did nothing wrong but still lost a career because of these cowards you didn't lose a career corporate, I believe in you corporate cowardice 
basically <laughs> led to my termination. Brian Joyce didn't do anything except take the job that yeah. was offered to he him. He took Robert T. Nash's position, yeah, right? That, that, that was basically when, when, when they got rid of me. Now, the reason they got rid of me, they said in a statement, is that I had harmed them by protecting myself from an attacker, a guy who chased me for 14 miles with a gun, eventually stopped me and shot me. I took actions to defend myself successfully. I'm still alive here today. If they had put me on the air the next day, we would have had the highest ratings that station had ever had because it was a sensational story that everybody was talking about and hardly anybody, anybody who knew me at all actually believed there must be something wrong with that story. But instead, they took me off the air and put me on suspension without pay, eventually terminated me. Now, Brian opens up a bar, a late night bar, even though he's an early morning radio guy, could be some conflicts of interest, including the fact that the owners of the property are super mover shakers in this town, which may affect his story judgment or what he might say regarding stories. Cumulus allowed it to happen. All of these problems transpired. We've had complaint after complaint after complaint. Neighbors have complained. Other businesses have complained. The CPD has complained. The beer board has now shut him down. Yeah, even officers went to the beer board meeting to testify. Here are just a couple of things in the duh category that I would tell Brian, who I tried to be friends with. I, everybody tried to befriend Brian when he showed up. We took him to a lookouts game, asked him to go kayaking, asked him to go hiking. He doesn't want friends. He is above friends. He doesn't want to know anybody. He is on his own level. That's just That's the way quite he literal. Is. Everybody tried to be his friend. I, li- I literally, and he's, been over he backwards. Heisman Trophy stiff armed everyone. I mean, I mean, I'm talking about I mean, yeah, exactly. Derek Henry stiff arm. I mean, just no no, don't want you, don't want you, don't want to know you, don't want to know anything about you. I'm better for, better than you. I'm from Boston. And he made all these claims. He's the fastest white boy in America and he doesn't play the race card now. He doesn't play the race car, but he was the fastest white boy in America. He played baseball at that. Davidson he University. He played semi-professional ball at some point. He was a stand-up comedian who nobody has ever seen say anything funny. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. doing this stand-up for 20 comedian. years. He's he a, has he's a never done, he's never done one single stand-up bit at any of the comedy clubs in town. The guy basically, he's a self-writing bio douchebag, all right? But here's my, here's my duh point. When you are making your argument, when everything is against you, and I have been there, Brian, everybody was against me too. I mean, my friends believed something more was going on with that story than was being told. They believed that I had something to say that wasn't being related. They wanted to hear what that was. It took a long time to get it out there. Nobody believes you and nobody really likes you. But here's here's my point, just trying to help you. Don't get up on a stand and tell everybody that your landlords who are letting you stay there for free hate your guts and want to get rid of you. 
that was he named four points yesterday. As a matter of fact, I've I've actually got I've got his Facebook post. Let, let me just let me just give me two seconds here. I'm gonna pull it up so I don't have to just just mess around with this. I'm gonna do yeah, this. Yeah, I miss right. I miss all these because uh, uh, as opposed to what you're talking about, Jeff, that that he yeah. you, know, you and him have never had any you know back and forth. Dude came after me social media wise three or four years ago and it blew up all over the Why? place. Why over locally? What? It, it's not even an interesting enough story to dig too far into it, but it was just it was just juvenile nonsense. And um and and everybody at the station has blocked me. Him and we, we I don't so I don't see any of his social media. Dude, well, uh, okay. Funny story about social media, real quick regarding him. He and I used to go back and forth on Twitter all the time when I was like a teenager. It started on Twitter. Yeah, he and well, I used to go did. back and forth all the time when when I was a teenager on Twitter, and I was a dumb teenager, but I never really said anything like that I wouldn't say today. You yeah, know what I mean? It's Twitter. That's it's what just, happened. Yeah, it's just dumb stuff on Twitter. Uh, he's deleted all of his tweets. Up until 2020, so like October 2020 is the huh. most recent time you can find any of his tweets. Really? Yeah, okay. it's really weird. That's suspicious. Well, this, weird. Again, this, the guys that tortured, tortured, tortured soul. This was what was pasted on Facebook yesterday from Brian Joyce, the owner of the Blue Light, which has now been shut down by the beer board. Um, what I've been subjected to is about three things. He was directly talking to a guy that had asked a question. His name was Gerald. Number one. Jealous neighbors who are angry that I've taken seventy-five percent of their business. The, the <laughs> neighbors, the neighbors, a are restaurants that sell real food like Stir and the Comedy Catch, Legacy, and music clubs. Now, wait, let me stop you there. Is there ever? There was never for me a choice between: Hmm, am I going to go to the terminal or am I going to go yeah. to the Blue Light? Am no. I going to go see a concert <laughs> or am totally I going to go see a comedian or am I going to go have? A, a, a drink at a bar. He's also making up numbers. You can't quantify what kind of amount of people did or didn't go. Angry that I've seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. It starts the the basis of this post is on Check conje conjecture and lies. Yes. Number two, dishonest landlords who have been coming after me and my staff from the day we opened because they're not pleased with the terms of our lease. Paragraph. Or excuse me, parentheses, we pay barely anything in rent, parentheses. Wait, so the landlords are coming after me. By the way, we don't pay very much in rent. Yeah, but they, because <laughs> wow. they don't like the deal we made. By the way, we don't pay anything in rent. Yeah, I a, wouldn't have said all that. It's face palm emoji. Now, I, I wouldn't <laughs> have said all that. Number three, even though my customers are 90% white, there are certain neighbors on that street and police officers who can't deal with the other 10%. They made this clear by routinely citing hip-hop culture and the element I'm bringing to Station Street without ever explaining what exactly they mean by it. That, to me, seems more racist, actually, because you're referring to hip-hop culture assuming it's an entirely African-American thing. I think we need thing. to remove That's what I said from this discussion. I said when, when we talked to Mike Alfano, and I did again yesterday, hip-hop isn't a music, it is a culture. It is an entire culture that has been appropriated largely by young American white people. Eminem is a prominent hip-hop artist. Absolutely. And, and by the way, it's okay to not like hip-hop culture. You're yeah. not racist because yeah. you yeah. don't like hip-hop culture. It just, you, I don't, there's lots of exactly. cultures. You probably that don't I, like opera there's either. There's a lot of cultures yeah. that I'm, I don't like. You might like. not like biker My culture. God. That doesn't mean that you're anti-white. Yeah. Most I of the bikers biker are white. culture. Yeah. Right. Wait, why do you hate white people? It <laughs> goes on. <laughs> Get the hell out. Black folks know what they mean. 
That's what that's what, what? it reads like. Wait, it, what? It says. <laughs> what are you talking Sorry. about? Oh, no, it says. You've I, lost I, me. The element I'm bringing to Station Street without ever explaining what exactly they mean by it. Deflecting. Black, <laughs> black folks know what they mean. Uppercase, no blacks allowed in Chattanooga. Huh? Period. Uppercase, no blacks allowed on Station Street. Period. Uppercase. I don't want to hear a damn person accuse me of playing the race card because that's the only card they've been playing from the day I opened. What the hell are you talking about, dude? It's, I don't know. It's, I don't know who has been. He's from Boston, the most racist city in the world. Very racist. The most racist city in the world. He's white. How are they playing the race the card against him from the very beginning? The most liberal racist city in the world, probably, or in yes. the country anyway. Um, he, he's doing the typical, he's a fake woke, he's a fake uh, outrage type. He's, he's, he's victimizing himself. And he's gonna do. He's gonna do everything he can to victimize him. I, I don't think he fakes that at all. I, I think have, that's genuine. I have I'm the victim here. I have landlords who've cut me a sweet deal. I don't believe I bite that hand and say that they're jealous of me because I cut a sweet deal. They know the deal they cut, and I wouldn't be talking about playing the race card against him, being the whitest of white <laughs> from Irish. Boston. <laughs> I don't even know exactly how that works, and just. I mean, he didn't so advertise a, a so hip-hop club. He advertised a Euro bar, and then it ended up just being a club that... I mean, I showed you yesterday... It's a dance club. The poster that he had for the Halloween party looks exactly like a drag queen, you know, extravagant. Uh, like it looks like the poster. Playboy Mansion. That's what it and looks in, like. And his comments, that he's, uh, the, these comments, everybody reporting on this story is lying. Everybody. <laughs> Chattanooga.com times free press us I guess everybody reporting on the story is lying I just I just don't know that I said all that that's just me that's wacky dude I got no problem saying things and starting fights and ending them uh, I just I, that just that just didn't make any sense period what are you doing what are you doing well very quickly you guys got any more questions? Oh, I forgot about no, that. No, I've written down my clues. Is it right. in observance of a particular event that he takes the elevator on those days? Yes. Mm. Mm. Not a particular event. I'll give you a hint of that. An event. Is it the same day every time? No. Okay. Has something about the guy. Is he a superhero? No. Is he Jewish? No. Is he a fake, outrage, woke, liberal type? No, but these are all actually better questions than the no questions you huh. were asking. Maybe it's Shabbat, you know. It could be. Enchanted Garden of Lights, 27-year tradition, opens Friday at Rock City, and it'll be open, of course, through the rest of the winter. I think that the uh, actually Garden of Lights stays open all the way through January, and that's, that is fun. I, I, that is yeah. a great family thing. Like I don't care what you think about the local destination, tourist places. As a matter of fact, we've got an, an outside looking in. Um, we had the one yesterday about, you know, our sick, sick relationship Friday yeah. with the aquarium. And, you know, how many local votes? I've still never ridden the incline. Still I've, never ridden the I incline. I haven't either. I've, I've never either. been on the incline either. And, and, and since and, I've had to listen to Scott Chase's kids since they were children until yeah, yeah. now adults. You'll yeah. never They're get a million names. Yeah. I'm not going to Enchanted Lights. Well, but anyway. It, you can, it, you can thank Scott Chase for that, Rock City. It's fun. Tired of... 
ISO on the landing. ISO on the landing opens up. Uh, it's, it has opened. It opened up over the course of the weekend, and it stays open from now until the end of the holiday. I think it actually goes to January 30th. It's 120 by 40 foot. You're not going to be able to, you know, play a full hockey game out there. And one unrelated to Christmas, uh, but very much related to anniversaries. The battles for Chattanooga. Uh, you got to keep in mind all the battles uh, that raged around Chattanooga happened between late October through November mm-hmm. and into December. And battles for Chattanooga, multiple programs over multiple days taking place at the National Military Park campuses to commemorate the 158th anniversary of Civil War battles, and this includes Moxon Bend, Lookout Mountain, and all the rest. And if you're listening to this early enough in the day, you have time to get to the Cranberry Jam, which is a food drive and concert happening today from 1130 to 1 at Miller Plaza. Oh, nice. They're uh, accepting non-perishable food, canned items, and unopened cutlery packs to donate to the community kitchen, and then you can enjoy Motown music by Love, Peace, and Happiness. How crappy is it that these... uh you know, television stations, whenever they go to these food drives, they never bring any food. You ever notice that? They, they go to like a can can thing, like, the, you know, Food City does them all the time. And they're like, yeah, we're here showing people dropping off food. And they never have any. The actual people mm-hmm. themselves. Couldn't you go in and buy some creamed corn or something? It's just stupid. That's all I have to say about that. I'm not doing anything <laughs> this weekend. Please. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be trying to figure out this damn riddle. It's going to bother you. <laughs> it is going to bother you. Y'all are not going to get to I'll it. I'll just Google it. It ain't going to bother me. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region. I've already forgotten. Drive-In Theater of the Mind featuring Pimp Jen. Hello. Russell Stroud, Dave Hooker, Brian Stone, Jeff Greenspan, Tap Sibley, me, Jeff Styles, the communicator. Thank you very much for tuning in. In one hour, you'll be informed, warned, entertained, and brain-sprained. The Pimp's Corner... Pim Jen, this is when she gets to basically talk about the hoorays and yays and boos to you. Okay, it's a giant yay. Bonnaroo, June 16th through the 20th, announced on Thursday. That's the concert, right? That's the concert, Russell. You're going to come this year. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. You going to go, Brian? I've never not gone before, so that's the plan. Pre-sale tickets go on sale November 26th at noon for Black Friday. I'm not not paying for it. By the way, I'm not paying for it either. (laughs) Never paid for it. Tara and Kai, who are our guests on Friday, are our regulars at Cam Nut Butter up there. By the way, just yes, yes, they've uh, been going for years. Yeah, cool. You gonna go, Jeff? No. All right. See, Jeff and I are gonna Um, hang out that weekend. (laughs) Martin, no, Martin. no I, I honestly can't see I can't see camping anymore. This is for you. Think. Martin Scorsese is directing and producing a Grateful Dead biopic called yeah. Deadline. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know who's going to be playing Jerry Garcia? Yes, I do. What's hey. his name? Jo- uh, jo- uh, Jonah Hill. Yes. Jonah Hill, really? What? Yeah. Yes. yeah, he looks just like him. Yeah. If you look at an, a, well, a you young put a big picture gray beard of Jerry. On him. Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is She is she speaks the truth. He does. He he's, really uh, he's rather like short, Martin too. Scorsese. Like, I mean, just not a tall so? man. And I mean, who's... who's <laughs> well, Jerry made, was a pretty big guy. I mean, really, who's made better movies than Martin Scorsese over time? Francis Tarantino, Tarantino, no, no, no. Scorsese wins every time, and he he loves doing concert films. Remember, he's the one that did the Last Waltz. 
which is considered still to be the best documentary ever made, rock documentary ever made. So he's going to do one about but this the Grateful is a, Dead. Yeah, this isn't a documentary. This but is this a, is going to be a, a full-length yeah. feature biopic movie. Yeah. And Jonah Hill, who's playing Bobby, is going to play. I don't know. Is going to play Jerry Garcia. Have have not uh, announced the rest of the cast. They haven't, but the photos are crazy. He looks just like him. Huh. Yeah, and he's a damn good actor. Jerry um, Garcia, not a good-looking played, man. He's played many, many, many different roles: fat people, skinny people, well, you know, yeah. smart people, yeah. dumb people. people. Yeah, he's actually, baseball he's, executives. He's yeah. done. He's done a lot of things. So. Well, you know who's going to be playing Bob Weir? Who? Joe Pesci. Yeah, that's not true. Too <laughs> big, fat. Leonardo liar. DiCaprio. <laughs> actually, Leo could maybe pull it off. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Leo might be able to. Oh, Benny's going to be you in need it. A, you need we'll a tall, see. thin, very yeah. good-looking man with a ponytail. You're running me out of the band? By the way, <laughs> you talking to me? You talking to me? What, am I a clown? <laughs> no, that's well, no, he's over there. Wavy Gravy's over there. <laughs> go talk to him, by the way. Before <laughs> we go any further, you? Pimp's Corner brought to you by an anonymous donor chosen to invest in the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, but gave the time over to a few local organizations, and we heard from them. Tara and Kai yesterday with uh, Girls Rock, uh, Step Ahead and Habitat for Humanity. The other two will have them in in the next couple of days as well. Chattacentric we are. Chattacentric we are. And that number is up and running, 301-9229-301-9229. That just jarred my memory because I was trying to remember for Top of the Pops I have a, a text. Not, not, a okay. whole, not a whole thing, just one single okay. text. We'll get to that in a minute. Right, have you but, gotten voicemails? Te- text and voicemails coming in. A couple. And, uh, and we're asking you guys to respond when you hear things that you disagree with, don't like, or you just want to add to the show, and we will be playing that stuff as we go. We know it's it's new. Hey, Jeff, right. I just want to say Joe Pesci's not playing Bob Weir. <laughs> no, Y'all are right. dumb. <laughs> you good? I'm good. I, I have a couple more things, but whatever. All right, this is where Russell gets to flex his muscle. Russell the love muscle, muscle flex. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. At your feet. That makes you think about the is human body. Is he wearing body. boots? Oh. Is he a duck? Irrelevant and no. Hmm. But but you're 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 going down a path you should go Does down. Does he have a raincoat? Is there something unusual about his physiology? Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Does Is he it... have webs? No. Webbed, we- okay. Is he disabled? You huh. could say so. Interesting. I thought you it was could yes say or no. So. Uh, no. I'm 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 fudging here trying mm-hmm. to help because he just he just hit a hit a hit a vein. Mm-hmm. I'll keep mining in a minute. All right. Let's do my uh, thing here. Uh, the Philippines and China have gotten into a row uh, recently, actually, over the South China Sea. So we've been talking about Taiwan and China pretty recently. Here's the problem with Taiwan and the United States. It's sort of a multifaceted relationship. Taiwan is not officially recognized as a country by many other countries. Despite the fact that it functionally operates as its own country, it's not officially uh, recognized as one by other countries which are friendly to China. Because China sees Taiwan as an illegitimate government, and Taiwan is actually the property of the, uh, the People's Liberation Army, the Chinese Communist government, right? So there's sort of a complicated relationship. We do help Taiwan and do prop up the Taiwanese government, and we do a lot of work with Taiwan. 
But again, there's that complicated relationship where we can't really full on say Taiwan is its own country. Otherwise, the Chinese get mad at us and nothing really effectively happens. But the Philippines is a whole nother story. Everyone in the world, except for I think South Sudan, agrees that Philippines is its own country. Nice archipelago of various ethnic groups. It's its own country. We have a great relationship with the Philippines after the 1899 Philippine-American War. After World War II, we've had a great relationship with the Philippines. Uh, remember the, the, the famous uh, General MacArthur saying, I shall return, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. We have a great relationship with the Philippines. We both, staged the photograph. Yeah, both militarily and culturally. Well, the Philippines and China have gotten into a row over the South China Sea. The Chinese Coast Guard reportedly threatened Philippine supply boats headed for a military outpost on an island in the South China Sea. So let me elaborate on that just real briefly. What happened was the Philippines have this, I think it's a marine base, sort of an FOB, on this tiny, tiny little island. And in order to enforce their claim on that tiny, tiny little island, they actually ran aground a World War II era ship onto that island and never decommissioned it. So that ship is still effectively part of the Philippine Navy, thus is an extension of the Philippines itself. And so any attack on the island would be an attack Maritime on the Philippines. Maritime law is a morass to try to keep up with. It's, it, yeah, it's a very, very much so. Do you want to do, do me a favor real quick, Brian? Go ahead and hit the deep dive sound effects because that's exactly what, what we're about to do. We, we're just going to stay on the same dive. Okay, so let me finish this real yeah, quick. Yeah, you just go ahead. All right. The Chinese boats attempted to physically block these supply boats from reaching that base and even sprayed water cannons at the crew of those boats. China claims that the Philippine boats went into Chinese territory, but the Philippines denies that claim. Now, if you've been following the South China Sea situation, you know China's been building artificial islands by dredging sand from the bottom of the ocean up to yep. the surface and then saying, hey, this is a Chinese island now. They're, and they're, built, they're literally building sand piles yes. and calling them islands and then claiming them for strategic purposes. And when they do that, technically speaking, under international law, their exclusive economic zone enlargens and biggins within yeah. the South China Sea. Uh, real quick now, the United States uh, following this reiterated its mutual defense pact with the Philippines. These recent actions greatly anger the Philippine president, Mr. Duterte, who we've heard about recently, uh, who actually recently attempted to strengthen ties with China, but is sort of reshifting its ties with the United States over these uh, recent actions that China has been taking. Duterte is a madman. I mean, his war on drugs has killed more people yeah. than the Mexican cartel has at this point. His war on the Islamic State was also undeniably effective. So it's a very complicated relationship that He's we have. A vicious, vicious man yes. to have as an enemy, and I, I don't particularly care to have him as a, as a friend. But but the the Chinese. Taiwanese relationship is at the worst point that it's been in in years. Yep. We have the worst relationship right now, the most tense relationship with China in at least 40 years. Our satellite imagery shows numerous silos. They are doing more testing with the various rockets that they have now than every other nation on the planet combined right out in the middle of the Chinese deserts they have full-size mock-ups of American warships mm -hmm. built in the desert particularly to target 
particularly aircraft carriers. Moving ships to the East China Sea and the southern border. That's got Japan upset. That whole Australian nuke sub-deal, mm-hmm. you know, that got the French so mad. That's why we did it is because Australia's got a big dog in this fight, too. The They're biggest. a hell of a lot closer than we are. Uh, the, they are, the, yeah, the, the Australians are the Western nation in the Pacific. North Korea is building up because they're worried about China. South Korea is building up because they're worried about China. Age-old enemies all worried about China. The action in the Himalayas, a hot shooting war that's been going on for years that nobody pays any attention to, mm-hmm. most miserable conditions you could possibly imagine, has gotten worse Right now, every missile that Taiwan has is pointed straight at Beijing, but they're being outspent 15 to 1. CNN has an hour-long report coming up on uh, Xi Jinping, and we, 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 we know nothing. We know nothing as American citizens yeah, President about Xi, what the hell is going on over there. Uh, President Xi, and I'm, gra- I'm really glad we're talking about this, President Xi was actually recently declared president for life. So he's staging himself to be sort of the uh, replacement to Mao in the ethos of the Chinese mentality, which is a big power grab, but it's also not entirely unexpected from someone like Xi Jinping. He's been undeniably an effective ruler within China. That, that cannot be denied. Um, but his emphasis on military buildup has made everyone in the region pretty worried about his motives. And this deep dive brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. Add the dot com at the end of it, and you got all you need to deal with that distressed property that you have been worrying about, staying up at night thinking about. Robin with a Y, Robin Ring, help you sell, renovate. Maybe you want to buy, invest. Talk to Robin at RC2 Realty Solutions.com. RC2 Realty Solutions.com. Sorry to do this on the Which direction are we going now? You got mountains? Mountains. Very short. When I was out yesterday with the out-of-battery GoPro, taking the 10.2 seconds of whirling yellow leaf footage that I thought I was going to spend an hour and a half getting on a blustery fall day as those trees were being uh, taken down for the winter time, I stopped and I actually read one of those plaques, the one that's out there in front of the Bessie Smith Hall. How often do y'all stop and read the plaques? I read them. You ever read the one about Uncle Bill down no, on Market no. Street? It's down there near your bank, and it's just I a never little. Go to it's that. Just I go to a that li- bank with you. It's just a little. It's just a little <laughs> marker, and it talks about Uncle Bill, a character that apparently was like the mayor of that part of town for a long time. And I had never read the one that was standing right out in front of the Bessie, and the Bessie has a great line of ginkgo trees in front of it. If, you've, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, go look at them and you'll see what I'm talking about, the maidenhair formation of the leaf and just that brilliant, brilliant, I hate to say mustard because I don't like mustard, but color oh, is the only thing you get close. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Martin Hotel, did you know that's what the Bessie used to be? No. Mm-hmm. And that is the story today for mountains looking at each other basically is just this little plaque i i was unaware of this and i do I, I i read these things whenever i get a chance i walk out of my way cross traffic and go and take pictures of them and i, I i've i'm amazed at what i've learned about the history of my own region just by reading the stuff that's just stuck up there on a metal plaque for that purpose most people walk right by them 
It said for 61 years, the Martin Hotel was located at this site. Established in 1924 by Robert Martin with 50 rooms, it became the largest African-American hotel in the South. Wow. Many celebrities and entertainers such as Ella Fitzgerald, The Ink Spots, Fats Domino, Mahalia Jackson, J. Ernest Wilkins, former Assistant Secretary of Labor, Cab Calloway, The Platters, Nat King Cole, Lena Horne, Willie Mays, Satchel Paige, the original Harlem Globetrotters, all guests at that hotel. The Martin Hotel closed November 30th, 1985. So I was actually already living here when they closed that hotel down. And I do not remember. I do not remember the hotel. I was too young, too dumb, too preoccupied with other things. And I just thought I would share that with you. I thought That's that was very cool. What a, what, a, what an illustrious list. Very much so. You know, and David Carroll just recently wrote another one of his new mini books mm-hmm. uh, that he gets published about the famous people that have visited Chattanooga. That's cool. And I wonder if he has this entire list on there. I'd never heard that before. No, that's fascinating. That's mountains looking at each other, and uh, there's a new podcast all about being better versions of ourselves, sharing our successes and failures, like the failure that they've had so far in figuring out this easy, easy riddle. Join Bruce Dodd <laughs> as he walks us through learning to be We're intentional. We're running out of time fast. With our money, time, thoughts, and relationships, the intentionallivingproject.com. That's who brings you mountains looking at each other. Thank you very much. All right. The guy walks to work, same building, same time, same way every day, gets in the elevator, punches the 12th floor, walks up the remaining four floors to the 16th floor where he works, except for on days when it's raining. We have determined that there is something about the physicality of the man. Does he have an issue with his feet? No. Does he have to wear special clothing? Yes. Does he wear a particular kind of hat? N- irrelevant. Okay. You're been now, this is the way you solve these things. We were on this track. I know. He, Get he back ha- on it. He does not have a raincoat. Irrelevant. Is it irrelevant or is it he kind of has a raincoat because it's part of his body? At times. Mm. Okay. Is he a human? Yes. Thank you. I was going to ask that. Yes. Okay. Uh, You want me to... I'll break the rules. uh, On the days he goes all the way to the top, he has a raincoat. But he's in an elevator. Why would he wear a raincoat? Well, because he's walking to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is he a duck? Nope. I think I've asked that already. Ducks don't normally wear (laughs) raincoats. You've been about webbed feet from day one. Yeah, I know. Regional Roundup. Regional Roundup, Um, Governor Lee has asked unvaccinated cops who have lost their jobs all over the country because they didn't get vaccinated to come work here in Tennessee. Yeah, I don't think I want anyone from the LAPD working here. Doesn't that make you feel good? Uh, this is right it's, above the story about beer board <laughs> votes to revoke blue light license. I don't. I don't even care about the vaccination when thing. When is Lee's term over? Lee when can asks he be gone? unvaccinated cops He's to come to Tennessee. We want you to join the Tennessee Highway Patrol. The Republican governor says in a video posted to YouTube on Wednesday, "Our force is one of the most professional in the country. We won't get between you and your doctors." Wow! Talk about just just. 
I want to say Groveling. Lee was elected in 18, and he's in his obviously his first term. So. You'll be given our, be elected our again. full yeah, support sure. and respect. I'll work to make sure your freedoms are protected. We stand with our law enforcement. We'll stand with you, too. And da 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 da. You got that going on. We're certainly not talking about the blue light anymore. Yeah, the vaccination thing doesn't even bother me. It's the uh, it's the fact that like I don't want anyone from the LAPD working here. <laughs> Do y'all remember uh, the other day we were talking about uh, Signal Mountain and how Signal Mountain it actually has in the park in the plaque yes. talking about reading plaques yeah it was set up to be a, a, a community for white people oh, sunset Town, and it, yeah. there it sits and it's there for everybody and if anybody's going to be upset you can be upset over that but there has now since been a search launched there are more neighborhoods in the tri-state region that actually have in their covenants the fact that no non-white people can live there than you could believe. Oh yeah, no such thing as systemic racism oh, in it. America. But there are some very nice, very integrated, very old neighborhoods where everybody gets along and they're all friends. But nobody knew. But secretly, there the words were: "You're not allowed to live here, darky." I mean, it's just that it. simple. Yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's popping up everywhere. Uh, Montgomery. Another pair of lawsuits challenging new congressional and legislative districts, and they're racially gerrymandered, aren't they all? Uh, Atlanta, Republicans pausing plans to overhaul the Democratic-dominated Gwinnett County Commission and school board after opponents say they were trampling local wishes and legislative rules. Uh, Republicans in North Carolina up in Raleigh Wednesday advancing a string of measures that voting right groups fear would prevent lawfully cast ballots from being counted. And in Memphis, yes, they're scouring the city for the killer of Young Dolph. We now know more about Young Dolph than we did yesterday when yeah. we first mentioned and, uh, it at last, the local cookie shop. Last week, another person was shot and injured at the memorial for Young Dolph. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I did, I'd never heard about the guy, but apparently M Memphis loved him. Yeah, I had never heard of him before worth. either. And Shotgun Shoutouts, Tennessee American Water Company, been providing quality work to the Chattanooga community since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. That's why Tennessee American Water, they take pride in keeping your lives flowing right. And I have just one little letter to the editor Go fast. Here. Jim Watson from Hickson says, no R&D on school board. State legislature and the governor just made the school board elections even less effective for our students. Instead of knowing the educational philosophy of each candidate, many voters will now just add R or D to how many signs they see on the side of the road. There are two very simple solutions to this legislation. Number one, the local party officials have the option to not make these elections partisan. These elections should not be more complicated and expensive. Number two, if the local officials adopt primaries for school board elections, every candidate should register as an independent. The bottom line here is what is best for our students. School board members could be extreme, moderate, or conservative, regardless of the R or the D. Keep school boards nonpartisan. I don't know why they're so Watson. against research and development. No, I got you. Top of the pops. All right, we still got to get Greenspan, figure out your dumb riddle, and yeah. do it all as fastest as we've <laughs> ever done. Top of the pops. For me, basically, uh, this Christmas just didn't going to exist. 
Really? We, we got we got we got Rebecca. You know, she's still in convalescent mode. I go get her this weekend, bring her home. Within the next couple of weeks, she will be so much stronger, but she's still going to be convalescent. We had to spend a lot more money out of our pocket up front, a lot more than we thought we were going to. I'm telling you, I don't, I, I, I don't care if you got the A team, the best group in the world. When it comes time, when they're getting ready to haul you off, there's always a piece of paper to sign that shows that you owe more money right then and there than you thought you'd, yeah. you were going mm-hmm. to. You have to pay it before It you happens leave. every single it time. Does. And now with my, my family completely spread out across the country, and the fact that we actually did get a chance to visit more often than not this year, we're just looking at our budget, we're looking at our situation, and we're just thinking, you know what? I think this is going to be the one. This is going to be just the Christmas at home. I yeah. mean, sounds nice to me. me yeah, too. just 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 That's no, be my no, Christmas. Right. no, no buying. Just tell everybody, forget it. Keep your money. Spend it on yourself. Let's don't do anything stupid. We we get together plenty. We've got more than enough reasons coming up that we'll be getting together one way or the other. There's just no use in putting a bunch of stress on ourselves right now. I for agree. What's going to be a very stressful holiday so around the country? Stop stressing about it. Get ready to set up uh, our our uh, outside looking in, Jen. This is from the text line. Uh, Stone, did you and parentheses everyone else in the room actually think the Laura Ingram bit was real? I immediately had my doubts, but it only took two seconds of Google search to confirm my suspicions. Hashtag blinded by your hate of Laura Ingram smiley stupid emoji face. I don't um, care about Laura Ingram. I don't either. And yeah. um, and yes, they're saying that that was a bit. Oh, okay. okay. They're lying. That wasn't a bit. It they're not sound that like a good. Bit. Right. Where was the joke? Where was the payoff? There was no what, payoff. What was funny about it her not knowing that? It wasn't a joke. I think and, it's a pretty funny bit if it was a bit. And I do hate her. I, I'm not. I'm not trying. I, I think she is the most just absolutely talentless person oh, that I've never regularly, that seconds, regularly gets into the top 10 of American TV uh, uh, radio anyway, personalities. I don't believe it. It wasn't a bit. She's dumb. The show's dumb. All cable news is dumb. What I do we agree. got now? We've got Outside Looking In brought to you by the comedy show at the Bode, the Carpetbaggers comedy show at the Bode. This is a brand new comedian to me. His name is Vinod Chaparu. You can find him on Instagram at choppiness. It's the first time I'm visiting down south or Chattanooga, and I love it down here, um, but it's a cultural shock. I went to the Walgreens, and you guys have toothpaste in the open and not behind locked cabinets. In New York, it's been so long that I've touched toothpaste. Ah, the free-range Colgate. Any new city, I test out by going to the Starbucks, and guess what? toilet in your Starbucks does not have a code. That's how you know you're in a safe neighborhood. I went to McDonald's and I left a $2 tip and the lady said, thank you, honey. Thank you, sweet pea. Two thank yous and a sweet pea. You know, my own mother has never shown me these emotions or said these words. So thank you, Chattanooga, for being nice. Next time I'm bringing my adoption papers. <laughs> now there you go. Well, isn't cute. nice? So cute. Now go back where um, you came from, boy. Um, nice, um, Russell. No, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. Um, <laughs> this is the time in the show where we say um as we try to think about the things we were gonna add 
but didn't get in there. And I had to. I had. We got to fly because we're about to hit Jen's uh, magic number. I had. So. I, I had Jonah Hill down as Jerry Garcia. That was my. Oh, own. Well, I'm just gonna say congrats to the worst parents in history for embezzling 19 million dollars from the government during COVID and then leaving their three teenage kids a note. I'm just gonna say I think thank that's you. Great to the sports barn for doing Horrible. what it does with its three locations around our town since 1979. Weight training, spinning, any kind of training you want, personal training, uh, work with a group, work on your own, stay healthier and happier at the sports barn. Three locations. Do you guys, any more, any more? Uh, I just want to say that I'm I exhausted by this, Jen. Any more questions? The man, no. the man, man, every day, 12th floor, except for certain days where he goes to the top floor and it has to do with his physicality and we know it's raining. Is he blind? No. Good question. Is very he, good question. Is he deaf? No. Very good question. You're on the right track. Is he mute? No. Keep on going. Does he have cerebral palsy? <laughs> no. Irre I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. Anybody? How... I'm trying to pick up on your no. clues about yeah. get warmer, warmer, right. warmer, I know, warmer I know. and I, I'm not getting some, any warmer. I'm getting colder. <laughs> there's something about the man on a rainy day. Is his name Quasimodo? No. You are you are much closer than you think. Russell, though. you're the only one that's making you're any You're much closer than you think. <laughs> and you now. still have you no are, idea. You are, what you're, you're doing. Your horseshoe just dinged off the 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 stave. Does he live in the building? Doesn't matter. Shoot. Shoot. I have Anybody? No. Idea. no. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait till tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You suck. That's that. Just wait till tomorrow. That's the way it works. I'm telling you. You're all over it. You're all over it. People out there screaming, for God's sakes. It's so easy. It's raining. There's something wrong with him, but it's raining that he can get he can go he can go further. Why? Is he a war veteran? No. Pick this up in 24 hours. I can't wait. He has arthritis.